quit. Okay, let's let's get this part right out in the open between us. You want to quit. You want to make this easy on yourself. They just won't let you. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 9, Dodgers 7 with a big three-run ninth inning comeback that put David Bednar in a position to earn the all-star nod that he'd received earlier in the day. And he did exactly that despite allowing runners at the corners in the ninth. That's just the kind of stuff that closers do. Bottom line is it doesn't phase them. It doesn't phase any of these guys. The scope of the challenge that's in front of them. And that's where you, my friend, are in trouble. Because they are not going to let you off the hook. They're going to make you stay up the way you stayed up like a fool last night, despite having to go to work today. They're going to make you say, oh, man, yeah, but Angel Perdomo gave up this run in the eighth, and it was the dude's first home run of his career, and there's 55,000 people cheering in Dodger Stadium, and you can't even remember like five times in your lifetime where the Pirates have won in that place, and it felt just like any other L out there. But you stayed up. You stayed up. And you stayed intent. And you stayed at least the tiniest bit optimistic because otherwise you wouldn't have stayed up. And that's where they've got you because they don't care what you think. They don't care what I think. All they care about is what's in that room. And that room, whether it's at home or on the road, is a healthy place to be. There's a positive mind frame in there. One that I should stress here has become that much more positive with the infusion of the younger guys of late. Some of that's been obvious. Henry Davis, that's been obvious. Nick Gonzalez, three more hits last night. He's almost at a 1,000 OPS in his first couple weeks in the majors. That's been obvious. Josh Palacios, maybe not as obvious. I had my doubts. I didn't like seeing somebody come up who was, you know, past his mid-20s and maybe not seen within the industry as a real prospect. And I didn't even like his selection at the time by Ben Charrington, even though he'd been hitting the heck out of the ball in Indianapolis. It felt like a time killer. It felt like a delaying tactic from bringing up the guys that we really wanted to see. Well, Palacios comes up and he's sticking it in everybody's faces. He steps into the box last night as a pinch hitter for the immensely struggling Rodolfo Castro, but that's another subject for another day. And Palacios just wins the game. Two-run double. And this after a, a big RBI single not to be forgotten by Jared Triolo, they're showing you something. And for anybody who 
isn't watching or isn't paying attention or maybe tuned out after things weren't going to be easy after 20 and 8, they've got stuff to say about it as well. This was Palacios after the game to reporters in Los Angeles. It just shows the boys, like, if you keep working hard, you keep trusting in your processes and keep grinding, keep staying resilient, good things happen, and that's what happens today. We got a resilient group. These guys battle, and it's always great when the, uh, the battle pays off. So we just keep moving forward, keep battling, we're going to do some good things. He's like that. He's got a real upbeat, engaging, but also engaged personality and let me tell you why i add that on i see him not only being engaging when he's approached i see him going out of his way to engage with his teammates with other people who are around him to talk about their issues and i i like a lot of that i've mentioned some of this in relation to davis in recent days, and and you want to hear that about Davis, number one overall pick, and hopes are sky high and everything. If I tell you that about Palacios, you're going to be like, okay, and? But when you see him continuing to perform as he has, when you see him continuing to have uh, the quality of at-bats that he has in terms of hanging on, waiting for his pitch, but then when he gets it, he rips it. He's not cheating himself. Something that, by the way, he and I talked about over the weekend at PNC Park. That makes you think that it doesn't all have to be a checklist of Baseball America's top prospects who fill out your lineup. Remember that. Remember that. It's important. You will never see a straight-up rebuild follow exactly the projected model that everybody has out there, including the projected models that they have internally. There can always be a Palacios, an Osvaldo Bido, heck, a John Holdscomb, if you remember that amazing story from the Pirates' most recent playoff teams. You can always have these guys not only step up and play some kind of supporting roles or whatever, they can become the starter. They can become the guy, and it isn't always just because there's no one else who's younger and better. Sometimes these are the people. Palacios happens to believe that he can be that. I don't know if he's going to be right. None of us can know that. But if he believes it, That allows him to go into that box as a pinch hitter, I might add. Ice cold against a closer and deliver that hit the other way as he did with that two-run double. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of... Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer your gun. 
Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Zach out in New Mexico who says, Hey, Dan, I love your daily shots. Listen to them all every morning. I loved your recent reference to the Albuquerque isotopes on an episode. I have a hypothetical question for you today. The Pirates obviously aren't in a good place to be buying at the upcoming trade deadline, but would them holding the first overall pick be enough to trade for, let's say, Shohei Otani? For two months. Obviously, the Pirates won't sign him long term, but I was curious if draft picks in baseball are somewhat treated like football draft picks. Now, I'm going to say, first off, Zach, thank you. Second, I'm going to clarify what everyone else who's listening to this right now, or most everyone else, is mouthing themselves, which is that you can't trade draft picks in baseball. It's the only sport where you can't do that. That rule was put in a long time ago. And by the way, A lot of baseball fans don't know this, so don't feel like, you know, this is something everybody ought to know. It was put in years ago by the commissioner to prevent teams who are just in a perpetual state of forfeiting their future from, well, from killing themselves. And it was an infantile thing, I thought. Even at the time to put in, I didn't understand it. I understand it even less today. You don't see teams that lose perpetually giving up their draft picks because it's the one way that they can justify losing perpetually is, oh, well, at least we're getting really high draft picks. It's considered to be the X on the map, the treasure as related to tanking. So why this is still in effect, I don't know. There is a technicality. You are allowed to trade your competitive balance picks. Those are the ones that you get rewarded with for losing a free agent of a certain caliber. But even that doesn't happen. You you would not see a whole lot of trades happening. Now, that said, why not? In a sport that's already grossly imbalanced when it comes to the haves and the have-nots, particularly in the area of economics, why not throw in as many options as possible for the have-nots to be able to balance the field a little bit? I've believed this for years, that if you're the Pirates, and and now we're just going to focus on the Pirates, but if you're the Pirates and you're having some terrific uprising of a season. Even the Pirates will tell you, even the teams that are in a similar position will tell you they don't see it as something that's going to happen year after year after year. So if they want to go for it, they only have X number of assets that they can offer. So in the event that they were able to trade their number one overall pick, Hear this out. I know this is all wild, right? But in the event that they were 
Don't tell me that you couldn't get the angels to at least sit down and listen. Now, I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. I, I know what it would do for Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I know even what it would do for the Pirates on the field. He's he's beyond adjectives at this point, Otani. What he's doing it is, is unprecedented in the annals of the sport. That's that doesn't come with adjectives, and I'll bet because Pittsburgh is such an event town, and everybody would think that this is the chance to get to whatever. I'll bet you you'd sell that stadium out. I'm completely serious. Through August and September, you would sell that stadium out. It's not a big stadium. Remember that you don't have to sell thirty six thousand seats from scratch. That's the other thing. But. <laughs> I mean, not to douse the party here, because this sure is fun just to even think about. But you can't. You just can't do that. You can't do that. Not if you're the Pirates. You, you, you've you got to find a way to make sure that you have an asset that could help you out for six, seven, eight, ten years to come. And Otani. Oh, man. Can I just take all of that back? <laughs> I'm just going to take it all back. Give the Angels anything they want. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Fires. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.